Spring training is right around the corner. So come for the games and have a ball in Arizona. With world-class resorts, unbeatable dining and nightlife, amazing scenery, and endless outdoor adventure. Make your visit unforgettable. Plan your getaway at myspringtraining.com. What is going on, everyone? Welcome to episode six of the Searchcast. I'm your host, Zach Martin. And with me today is Sam Weismer from Kitty, Gritty, and Flyers. I hope I got that right. If not, you can just roast me for it. Um, but Sam, how are you doing today? I'm good. It's Flyers Nitty Gritty. Oh, okay, Flyers Nitty Gritty. That is my bad. So I will keep that in so that way you know, people can clown me in the comments going, wow, you brought gas on and forgot the, uh, what they work for. It's Saturday. It's early. I don't usually record this early and it's been a day. So <laughs> we'll go, we'll go with Certainly that. Has been. We, oh, we're, uh, we're, yeah, we're for currently you. getting, we're currently getting a snowstorm of uh, about two inches an hour right now. Yeah. I'm from Northeast Ohio. I will miss the snow. <laughs> so I'm, I'm not minding this. I think it's supposed to be what? 55 today and some clouds so i'll take it it's a lot better than 24 in snow so yes yeah but yeah no sam thank you for coming on with me today i know a lot of people are gonna be like wait why is he talking to a flyers person there is some caveats to this conversation because i know you know you are a flyers fan the hurricanes are playing the flyers because we are recording this on saturday but the podcast will come out tomorrow so it's gonna be about a day behind so we are gonna preview the flyers game so like I said, everyone's going to hear this after the game, but, you know, why not have a little fun with it? And the Hurricanes might be your second team. So, yes, I you, mean. You guys, you guys kind of <laughs> jacked my uh, my goalie over the summer, so I had no choice. <laughs> I mean, hey, you know what? When in doubt, just jump on the team that has your favorite goalie because the, the Hurricanes are fun. They're a fun team to watch, you know. They really are, though. The, there isn't a lie there, so. <laughs> I mean, what would you rather watch right now, the Hurricanes or the Flyers? I mean, hey, at least you're not the Coyotes. So, I mean, there is yeah. that little I bit I mean, going to, going to what? Aren't they going to like a 3,000-person arena? Uh, 5,000-person arena at Arizona State University's new uh, ice arena. So, yeah. But the, the Coyotes have been on fire recently, and for whatever reason, they have the Maple Leafs number. So, I mean, all right, let's say about this. At least you're not the Canadians. Can we, we can go yes. with that, right? So, at least we're not the, at least you're not the, not the Canadians. And the Flyers minor league team, the Phantoms, beat the Canadians minor league team last night. So there you go. It's, it comes full circle. <laughs> it's just, it's perfect. It's it's meant to be to lose or not the Canadians in any form or fashion. So, I mean, why not? Right? Yeah, perfect. <laughs> but so, yeah, so for today's show, we're going to talk about the Avalanche game a little bit. And I know a lot of Avalanche fans love to complain about how they got screwed in this game. And we'll talk about why that's not really much the case because you're the Colorado Avalanche. Please spare me your uh, your sympathies of getting screwed in a hockey game with penalties. Uh, we're going to talk about the Flyers. We're going to preview that game a little bit. Also going to preview the Penguins game because everyone just loves talking about the Penguins. <clears throat> no one really. And then, you know, we're going to go over the, you know, the rest of the line and deal, which I know you're going to be. I would love to get your takes on this and uh, maybe the possible rumors of uh, Sandheim getting moved. I'm curious to where exactly if that does happen. Uh, talk about the Kakanami quote unquote deal because it's not really confirmed yet, but there is reasons why it is it's not confirmed. Jamie, know on Twitter, everyone's like, please announce it. There are reasons why. We'll get to that a little bit as well. And we also have a couple of fan questions. So thank you to those who sent fan questions. And that was a lot of fun for that. So Sam, are you uh, are you ready to kick off this episode of the Search Cast? All right. So the Hurricanes played the Avalanche a couple of nights ago. Surprisingly, this is not was a national televised game, which you had the best team in the East and the best team in the West facing each other, and it's not national, but everyone's talking about it on Twitter. Like, 
because you you would have thought someone in TNT or ESPN would be like, you know what, maybe we need to get this game covered live. But nah, that's all right. <laughs> no one no. wants to watch that. No, nobody wants that, Chuck. Yeah, it's it's like all right, cool. So, what I mean, it is what it is. But of course, everyone's watch, everyone's watching the game. We're trying to keep up with it. It's you would think, oh, it's gonna be a barn burner. These teams are gonna be all over each other. It's gonna be like a seven six game, no defense, no goal intending whatsoever. You know, Freddie Anderson's out, Antiranta's in net, and for whatever reason, this game was it had the vibes of a playoff game, and. I know a lot of people are like, give us seven games of this. It's probably the best Stanley Cup final we've had in the la- over the last couple of years. This is the one you would love to have. And the Hurricanes won 2 nothing on, I think it was like 36 save shutout by Antioranta. Yeah. Like, like, did you catch any of the game at all? Or were you mostly just keeping I up caught, with it on Twitter? I caught bits and pieces of it. Um, obviously, um, when, when Ranta got the shutout, I was just like, like my jaw dropped. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "Yeah, it's like, excuse me, like against the Colorado like, Avalanche." Sir, wh- I was like, "Sir, where did you pull this out of?" Uh, it, it was part- I've always said, I've always said, Ranta is a great goalie when he's healthy, and this is the product of him being healthy right now. Yeah, and you can see it because like ever like with Chicago and Arizona, all the other teams he's been on, if he's actually healthy, he's a good goalie. And you can see that because you can throw him out there three games in a row with you know your quote unquote number one goalie out, and he can still get you wins. Like his goal, like he has a sub three goals against average. He's got a bunch of wins. It's like Antiranta is a good tandem. Like I wouldn't say he's a, a bona fide number one, but he's a good tandem goalie which it's with this with how the nhl is kind of right now you kind of want to have a tandem or have a good you know 1a 1b type goalies to have or even a one and two but they work really well together like swim and all mark in boston or you know there are teams that have goalies that you can rely on when your number one isn't in so i mean you know and and i might get shot for saying this but like i don't think that we have that good tandem in, in philadelphia right now I'm, yeah. I'm just not a martin jones fan and the thing is you would think after seeing martin jones we didn't in san san jose like why would you want to try to bring that into a situation where philadelphia and of course obviously you know this is notorious for getting on top of their goalies like oh we eat through goalies i know like it's insane how you look at just hockey in general and you know you say philly oh it's like oh yeah that's like goalies go to die like emotionally in philly no offense but it's just like it's kind of how it is and it's like why would you send martin jones there like he didn't do nothing in san jose (laughs) and they do and and carter hart the other night played completely lights out like that kid was just i love carter on it i love i love Hart's great Hart is great, and I, I I think he is our franchise goalie. Yeah, I mean, and the thing is, like, because I see a lot of people on the fence with Carter Hart, but it's like it's not really him. Like, yeah, he might have some bad games here and there, but I mean, look at the product he, around him. You really can't give him too much like crap for it, though, because it's like he can only do so much. He can't score goals. He can't play defense. It's like he can't and, he and do I, everything. I've said this. And even my own brother has said this who, and he was a right winger when he played hockey. He's just like the goalie. Yeah. He may have the most important job on the ice, but guess what? The goalie on every team is only as good as the guys in front of him. So like when Anderson or Ranta are in net, guess what? Those five guys in front of him have to be good. Oh, no doubt. And the thing is, too, like, if you know you have a good goalie behind you, the guys will play a lot more, I wouldn't say loose, but more relaxed in a sense of hockey rather than, you know, gripping their sticks tighter play or having to play above and beyond what they can do or you know, overcompensate on stuff because, you know, if your goalie is going to help you out that night. So if you have a good goalie, that's going to help with the five guys in front of you. So it's kind of like it's kind of like an interwoven thing between if you have a good goalie and you have a good team in front of you, because if you have both, you can see that with a lot of teams where Florida, Tampa, Colorado, Carolina, like there's Calgary. Like you have teams that if you have 
good players in all the positions that you need them to be good in, you can get a lot of wins. And that's what we're seeing. And it's funny for with like you brought up Anderson, like everyone's like, oh, Anderson's not that good. You know, he's kind of mediocre. And you're talking about like him in Toronto. He goes to Carolina. Dude is lights out. Like we're talking potential. Like he's top three in the Vezna, obviously. He's almost, I think he's almost leading the league in wins. Like his goals against averages is just astronomically ridiculous compared like almost close to what, you know, Shesterkin's got there in, um, in New York. It's, it makes you wonder because it's Toronto and you see where they're at now. Jack Campbell's out for two weeks. Like his goals against average has been bad. So it makes you wonder, like, is it really the goalies or most of the problem? Like there are some bad goalies, but also mm-hmm. the guys in front of them that also might be a problem. I think in Philly, it's just, it's, I, I was on another podcast earlier this week and, you know, I was comparing Carolina and, and Philly over the summer and, and what we did. And we were very similar in what we did. We, <clears throat> we moved pieces essentially, you know, we brought guys in, we moved guys out that we didn't think were sufficient to our teams. It worked for you guys. It didn't work for us. You know, yeah. we brought in, we brought in Ryan Ellis, Ryan Ellis, unfortunately did not stay healthy this season. And um, I'm pretty sure he's a social experiment done by the flyers. I don't think he's real. <laughs> <laughs> he's somewhat there, but not, he's not physically there. He's more I like, don't, <laughs> I, I don't think he's real. Um, <laughs> you know, he's, like, he's we, a hologram of some guy. <laughs> yeah. And we brought in Atkinson. Atkinson was a great asset. Atkinson has been oh, a great a- asset. Oh, Atkinson's amazing. Like I've, I've always liked Atkinson. Like he's a really good player. Like he, he, is he going to get you 40 goals a season? No, he's going to get you 35. No, but he'll get you, you know, he'll get you the points to where that, you need to be. Exactly. Like he'll put you there in that good spot. And I know a lot of people are like, why is Atkinson for four check? Because it wore it, it. It's how you guys perceive, you know, it, what made it helped your team and that's what it is and it's like yeah Voracek he was good but we saw for the last couple of seasons it was kind of up and down and you kind of needed a change in scenery and I think actually was a good asset for you guys like that was a great pickup he definitely is and then um Risto for Hag and the picks and um <laughs> yeah all right so I <laughs> wait I don't want to get into the Flyers soccer in a little bit but yeah that Oh man, I'm 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 curious yeah. to hear your thoughts on the on that on the trade and the contract because oh my gosh! But real quick, back to the Avalanche game. I can't believe Avalanche fans are like getting upset over yeah over something that was really like it 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 blows my mind like how the Avalanche fans are gonna be like oh Carolina was gifted that that win. No, there is no gifting in hockey. There, there's no gifting in hockey. And Avalanche fans, I'm sorry to say this, but a welcome to the club. Uh, if you want to talk about getting no penalties, the Hurricanes are probably the most penalized team in hockey, and they get almost no calls. Like there's an actual count. I think it's like Shorzy follows the Canes or Shorzy something. Like you can find them on Twitter. They literally call out the refs on every missed call that the Hurricanes don't get. There's multiple interference penalties, hook penalties, trips. Nothing the Hurricanes get called on, but Svechnikov can throw a reverse hit and get a penalty. Like, guys can breathe on other players and get penalties. Like, don't – I don't want to hear anything about, oh, the Hurricanes are gifted. Not a chance. No. There's a legit stat, whereas I think the Hurricanes are dead last in PIMS. Like, the, like the PIM differential for, the like, how many penalties they get compared to how many power plays. It's astronomically how bad it is. Like, the Hurricanes are dead last in that category. Because they don't get, and that's why their penalty kill is like 90% this year because they have like a gajillion penalties they got to kill off almost every single game. But that's how you get, that's how you get a penalty kill streak of almost 30. Like, I'm sorry. I don't want to hear anything about that. You get getting gifted, gifted wins. Like it's, if if wins were gifted, the, uh, the Maple Leafs would have gotten a bunch of uh, cups by now, but that's not how it works. Or the the Flyers would have at least went to Stanley Cup playoffs <laughs> a couple yeah. times. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, I mean, overall, I thought it was a great game. You know, 2 nothing. It, it really gives you the mindset of if this was the cup final, no one would be upset about it. I'll take this for seven. Yeah. I take this for seven games over watching Tampa play Montreal for five games. That I would was... take this over seven games than watching Tampa for 30 in a row. <sighs> and the thing is, like everyone's like, oh, well, Tampa did it. They, you know, they won. You know, it was tougher on them because they had to do it twice in the, in the like in a span of a year or something. I'm like, I guess, but I mean, it's, I don't know. I like, I'm not, I'm not for the asterisk thing when it comes to teams getting titles, but it's kind of like Tampa's is kind of a caveat of a short season in a short season. Like mm-hmm. I want to see how this year goes for them with a full season and no one's on LTIR because I mean, I mean, you can't blame them though, because they were, they, they used the loophole that they wanted to get rid of and everyone kept. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a so but <laughs> i'd be okay with not seeing tampa for a third time because i really don't want to hear three peats <laughs> i really don't yeah no i i just don't want to see them again it doesn't make it fun we saw it in football with the patriots so many times like oh the patriots <laughs> i'm a browns fan so I, I don't even know what that feel what that feeling's like so hey i'm, I'm an eagles fan i got it you i know what it feels like I know what it feels like one time in my entire life back. <laughs> What's a Super Bowl like? That's my question. <laughs> um, it's fun. Funny enough, <clears throat> I did see I did see the Eagles play the Patriots in the Super Bowl, and they were in Jacksonville. So I did see that live. <laughs> Baby, Nick Foles. <laughs> um, yeah, Donovan McNabb was still the was still your guys's quarterback. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, that, that one in Jacksonville was interesting. You know, when you said like T.O. and everyone with the Eagles. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. I that, remember that. Yeah, that's the one I went to was when T.O. broke his leg or something like that. And yeah, but so the Hurricanes play the Flyers today. I know you're really excited for this because it's your two teams. <laughs> so how much of Twitter are you not going to get on either during or after this game? Is my question. I'm I'm gonna try to avoid it at all costs. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, what, what's the over under of how many minutes are you gonna be on Twitter during this game? Probably setting it at, at what two and a half minutes. <laughs> Probably Sam's not gonna watch the game at all and take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> Just completely avoid the entire situation. But what? But the thing, I don't think Alex Lyon's play today. I think it's be Anthony Toronto. But if Alex Lyon is playing, are you watching the game? Or are you still going to be like, huh, hockey, there was a hockey game on? I, I didn't know. <laughs> if Lions and Net, I'm going to have to watch. Fair, you know what? That is fair. That is fair. So there is a question about Alex Lyon. We'll say that for the fan questions. But <laughs> so like, how are you, like, how do you feel going into this game with the Flyers or where they're kind of at? And, you know, Carolina just came off their 2 nothing win against the Avalanche. Like, what are your thoughts overall when it comes to how you see this game kind of playing out for, let's say, for both teams, mainly your Flyers? How I see it playing out is <clears throat> we're down. We're down. Uh, I think we just had another injury this past week. Scott Lawton got hit, hit in the head pretty good. So we're, we're out Scott Lawton right now. Um, so, you know, we have a lot of minor league guys up there. I don't, (laughs) I'm going to get burned, (laughs) burned for saying this, that's a fake. (laughs) I don't foresee them winning today only because Carolina is such a strong team, but I mean, flyers have pulled off miracles in the past. And plus you guys did give the hurricanes a hard time last time they were, you know, they played you guys. So, I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibility but i do have to give the caveat that was like their third game in four days 
So, I mean, the Hurricanes were pretty tired, and I think those were like they just played Pittsburgh that night before. So, I mean, you guys do have a good shot. I mean, it's... I did. I did see someone on Twitter, right? I just want to see an Alex Lyon revenge game. <laughs> just see Alex Lyon go in there and just throw a shutout, or you know, just get a dub in Philly. <laughs> I was just like, you know, it would be salt in the wound right now to have our former AHL slash backup goalie in net get yeah. a dub against us like that would just be rubbing salt in the wound yeah i'd be happy would, for him but um yeah that would also just, it's like also kind of hurts where you're just like oh, i'm so happy for you it's like you're like you're like clapping and, and like crying at the same time but you don't know if it's happy tears or sad tears because like, has the lineup has the lineup come out yet i don't believe so um it usually come it's usually posted on the nhl app but I don't know if that oh, was accurate. Alex Lang got, re- uh, got resigned to the, uh, he's back in Chicago. He's back with the Wolves. So he's not playing tonight. He, yeah, he's, he's, not even, he's not even on the roster tonight. So yeah, no, Fine. you're <laughs> Yeah, sorry. <laughs> he's not going to be in Philadelphia tonight. <laughs> All right, well. We don't have to rub salt in the wound tonight. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I know the lineup. I know usually the Hurricanes drop their lineup probably about three hours before game time, I think. So it's, we still probably got a little while before they actually gets dropped. So not really sure. But even like even with the Hurricanes, I mean, they're also down, you know, to D'Angelo still and Brandon Smith. So I'm curious. Like, I know they had Chapfield going for a while. Ethan Bear's been playing really well. Um, but like who like who do you think that the flyers are kind of like keeping their eye on for this game like who are they kind of like needing to shut down on the hurricanes from a flyer from a flyers perspective flyers perspective um kk kk's a little i I feel like he's a little instigator on the ice (laughs) no kk is such a great guy i don't know what you're talking about (laughs) He's he does nothing wrong. <laughs> um, and Tara Vinan. Tavo Tavo's been on a streak. Like I think he's I think he might be going for fourteen straight or thirteen straight. Like he's he's on a run right now for points. And definitely um, Svechnikov. Yeah, uh, Andre's game this year has been a lot. He's really grown this year. Like he he's a full two hundred foot player now. Like in the past you kind of seem like play a lot of offense kind of play defense a little bit but this year i don't know what happened but he's found the body a lot more and he's definitely a 200 foot player like he's he's scary and he's really going to prove that eight-year contract like art right, you signed me for eight years here's what i want to give you and it's going to be scary for another eight years with this guy on this roster yeah so i i think those are definitely the the three players that they're gonna be keeping their eye on because it's it's going to be hard because we don't have a full NHL roster right now. Yeah, I remember, I think it was like, what, November or something like that. I think the Hurricanes were down like six, seven guys, and they had a bunch of guys from the Wolves up. And some of them were still winning games too. So, I mean, it's just how good is your depth in terms of not just your NHL roster, but your AHL roster, too, like, with, like with the Phantoms. Like, do you think like the guys you brought from, you know, Lehigh Valley, Hope I pronounced that right. Um, do you mm-hmm. do you think that those guys could contribute in any way to help the Flyers out, or do you think it's going to be kind um, of maybe we'll, we'll we see? Brought, they brought up Morgan Frost again for like the ninetieth time this season. Um, <laughs> I feel bad for that guy. Just gets yo-yoed between Lehigh and Philly. Like, dang, get this guy. Just well, keep him in one you place. Know, it's kind of good to see that though, because they're not really handing him anything. But That's then again, true. what good is it doing for his development? How much more does he actually need to develop? From what he, I've heard, he, not a whole lot. I mean, it sounds no, like he's ready to he, go now. He was signed in 2017. He started playing on the Phantoms in 2019. It's now the 21 22 season. Yeah, okay. He lost an entire season because of a, of a shoulder injury. So, okay whatever like we can't count that but how much does he actually need yeah it it gets to the point where it's like are you just 
are you really helping develop him or are you kind of hurting him with the fact that you're not really giving him proper ice time because it's either he's in Philly, either not playing, or he's only playing two games and he's back in Lehigh for a couple of games and he's back in Philly. It's like, I know a lot of these guys want consistency and they want a routine. So if you keep knocking them out of that routine and making them go back and forth, and is, then that, we also, is that really beneficial? Yeah. And then we also brought up um, Cam York, who's a defenseman. Um, great, great defenseman. Um, but then we sent down Max Willman. And then we also sent down um, the big body of Isaac Ratcliffe. Hmm. Um, you know, six, seven, like 200 something pounds. And you, you know, those players that are brought up from the AHL and you, you think that they have no future in the NHL and then yeah. they do better in the NHL than they ever did in the AHL. And it's kind of like, yeah, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. That's kind of wild. The fact that like he could have been like, why, why send him back down? Like if he, if he's playing better now, in the NHL than he is in the AHL, like why not keep him up there? Like, does it make any sense? Because if he's proven his worth, why send him back? Yeah. Um, it, yeah. it didn't it didn't make any sense to send him back. And uh last night he he kind of knocked somebody out and like threw a couple lefts. And I'm just like, Jeez, why did they send you back down? Like, I don't get it. Yeah, that's wild. That makes no sense. Like there's definitely someone you kind of need right now, especially with the, where the flyers are at. You need some of that sandpaper, you know, grit that, that guy that would help, you know, give some physicality to the flyers that for all intents and purposes kind of don't really uh-huh. have. Yeah. Like you, like you kind of need that guy. That's going to like, you know, get the guys going or, you know, use his body or just, bring a different aspect to the game that the flyers don't have like why would you t- why would you subtract that i mean and again we have risco but like he's not out there every night banging bodies like he should be yeah and we have zach McEwen. Mm, I now, mean, zach McEwen does does get penalties a lot so <laughs> yeah it's it's there's a fine line between like being physical and taking stupid penalties so i mean I mean, the other night, Zach McEwen did take a. I, I don't know if he got the penalty. I think he did, but like, uh, Ekblad from, um, the Panthers kind of like kicked his leg up, and like the blade went near McEwen's head, and Ekblad didn't get anything. Yeah, that's that's definitely something that needs to be penalized because yeah, that's kind of mm-hmm. a dangerous play. So yeah, I mean. Yeah, there's definitely, I think there's definitely a fine line between getting penalties when not necessary and then actually being physical. So, yeah, it makes no sense why they would I mean, and I know, and I know Carolina feels that same pain is that you, you guys get penalized for everything too. And it's kind of like, it's, yeah, it's wild. Yeah, it's wild how many penalties the Hurricanes get. And it's like, you're looking and going, how's that a penalty? Like, what? (laughs) He breathed on him and gets a penalty, but I mean, it is what it is. I guess that I guess that's how you that's how your PK unit is the best in the league because all you do is t- that's all you do is mostly penalty kill. Well, we're not far we're not far behind you guys. I think we're no, like you're not place behind you. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah, you guys aren't far behind. So in terms for the Flyers, like who are the three guys that people need to kind of watch out for? Like just for this game. I know. Like I said, this is after the game, but for intensive purposes of today's recording, like what are the three are the three Flyers guys that not this game in general, but overall, like who are the three guys that people need to keep an eye on for the Flyers? Nine in and mm-hmm. nine out. Atkinson, definitely one of them. Of course. Um, he, he can definitely put up points when he's having good nights. Um, yeah, get him on a proper line. He's dropping points left and right. I would say Lawton, but he's not even playing right now. Um Defenseman wise, I'm gonna say Sanheim because he's at, he's been on a tear lately. Um, yeah, Sanheim is always a guy you need to look at in terms of watching in general and also for fantasy hockey because he gets you points. Yes, Proverov, uh, maybe. <laughs> oh, Provy, Provy, Provy. I do, I do have Proverov, um, I do have Proverov in one of my leagues, and I'm like, hmm, yes and no, but. <laughs> Yeah, I I don't I don't know if he's actually going to be here after the season ends. Um, 
I think I think he's going to be traded in the offseason. Um, and then Carter Hart. Yeah, I mean, you, you can't talk about the Flyers without talking about Carter Hart because, I mean, you got to love the dude. You know, he's, he's, he's really good. I think he gets too much slack for all the stuff he has to go through. So I want, I want to say, I want to say G, but you know, I'm not going to give G any flack right now. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I get that. So I think it's been overall, I think it's been an interesting game today between the two teams. I know it's, they've had some close games before because the flyers somehow always step up when it's the really good teams playing them for the most part. So I know, mm-hmm. especially against Carolina, they do. So, Oh yeah. They, they, they try and they've been having a lot of energy lately. Um, you know, I know a couple weeks ago or two weeks ago, Derek Broussard actually went into Mike Yo's office and was like, I could have played better. I'll give you better tonight. And he came out and he gave him better tonight. Like, I, I think it's all about, recognition and you know players needing to take accountability if you play bad one night recognize that go to your coach and be like i'll i'm gonna do better and that doesn't just go for the flyers that goes for every single team oh yeah for sure yeah definitely some if you have that mentality of like not being complacent and want to get better i think that's kind of like the energy you kind of need on a team no matter what it is it could be hockey baseball or whatever if you have that accountability and knowing that you can make yourself better I think it's the kind of energy you definitely need on a team, especially for, especially for you guys too. It's like you guys would need whatever helps you guys out. Cause I mean, lucky land casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky, lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha. In my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. You really can't – it's weird not seeing the Flyers in the playoffs because when you see them in the playoffs, you know it's going to be good games. So – And we were we were, we were were playoff material two seasons ago, and it was just like yeah. last season, last season, atrocious. This season, atrocious. Like – Yeah, and, and it was pretty much almost the same roster, so it made you kind of wonder, like, what the heck happened in between two seasons where it's like you're – Really Defense. Yeah. Def- defensively, we're not good. Yeah. Uh, offensively, when it's healthy, we're good. But we're just, it's just been a season of injuries, COVID. You know, I, I know Lehigh Valley is still plagued with injuries. We have a yeah. ton of guys out right now. So, yeah. No, I get that. Yeah, that's definitely that is definitely tough to have to have to deal with, but so moving on from the flyers game, the hurricanes do play the penguins and this is going to be quick because I know we both are not fans of the penguins. Obviously we're not just not interested in talking about them very much, but it is the penguins. And I'm curious to get your thoughts. Like, are the Penguins really as good as they say they are, or is this mostly just they're kind of just getting lucky in terms of they have Sidney Crosby and they maybe have a few I other dudes? Think, I think that they're just getting lucky in terms of their roster this year. Yeah, because if you look at their roster, it's not that great. I mean, yeah, you do have Crosby, you do have Malkin, you do have Gensel-ish. Ashton Reese isn't really blowing the doors off the place. Jari. Yeah, Tristan Jari isn't really. I mean, Casey DeSmith, like your goalie tandem isn't really that. It's good, but it's not like world beater good. And you have Jeff Carter, 
who they just extended and who's actually having a good season. But for me, it's kind of like, it's for me, it's kind of like Pittsburgh isn't really like, I think they're kind of like, they're capitalizing on getting the Crosby factor in terms of him scoring goals and setting up everyone else. Yeah. Like, I don't, the Penguins where they're at because the fact that if you look at the rest of the division too. I mean, the Capitals are fighting for they're they're going to wild card, but they're obviously they're going to make it. But the rest of the division after Carolina, New York, Pittsburgh, and Washington, it's all bad. Yeah. So I mean, it's I don't know. I don't really see where the Pittsburgh Penguins are going to be. I don't think they're going to make it. I don't think they're going to make a deep playoff push. So I mean. Tomorrow's yeah. game, tomorrow's game. I I think Carolina can do the business because they've they've come back and beaten them before. So I mean, like not even two. I think it was like last weekend they came back. They were down two nothing and came back and won three two, in a Jordan Stall revenge game. In the most in the most yeah. senses. I just think Pittsburgh. You know, first of all, they need to stick up for their teammates. Um. Uh, I forget who it was on Vegas. They played Vegas. Was it last night or I think it was last night? Passiori from Vegas. Oh, punched. Oh, oh yeah, Pacioretty. Yeah, punched um, Latang in the back of the head last night. Yeah, and-, and nobody came to defend him. And it was just the same thing when um, um, the rat <laughs> in oh. Boston. Oh yeah, you yeah. know, came, came up and punched Jari in the face. Like, where where is the defending of your teammates? There's there's really a whole there's not a lot, and and that's the crazy part because you see like, I think it was someone who like ran. Was it a Montreal goalie that got ran? It was some goalie that got rammed, like not even a couple weeks back or so, and everyone's just like, no one did anything. Your goalie got absolutely smoked. Yeah. Or it's it's crazy like. The Penguins have no fight for their guys. So they're just literally getting lucky right now. Yeah. I, because that, and that's how it's been for the last couple of years. Cause everyone's looking at these rosters. Like there's no way this Penguins team is that good, but somehow they get wins and the Penguins are the least penalized team in hockey too. Like there's so many I penalties mean, they got cut and got when, call for and they don't. And when Trochak took down Mark Friedman, it was the greatest moment of my life. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, I was like, yes. <laughs> the tr- the Trocha kid on on Martian was even awesome as well because the fact that was like right in the middle of the whole Prius thing, like comparing a Lambo to a Prius, and he just absolutely drops him. But I don't know. It's it's always that weird adage of like it's the Penguins are not that good. No one thinks they make the playoffs, and it's just they get they get carried by Crosby's ridiculous play and the fact that he gets at everyone else up. I think that's what it really yeah. is. Like the Penguins are, I don't see them doing well. And I think the, if the Hurricanes just play their game and don't get into two two nothing hole like they did last week against Pittsburgh, I don't think the Carolina Hurricanes are going to be very much of a, have a problem with Pittsburgh. Now, is it a home or is it an away game? I believe it's an away game. I want to double check first, so I'm not wrong because I've already messed up your <laughs> the group that you're with is name, and I don't really want to mess up this. Uh, it is at Pittsburgh tomorrow at one so yeah so it's home tonight at three in pittsburgh tomorrow at one oh and the game today yeah the game today is on espn plus and abc so yay national so you guys are so you guys are literally playing flyers so we're literally playing the flyers at three yep and you're leaving north carolina to go to pittsburgh yep for a one o'clock afternoon game tomorrow so they're going to be tired they're going to be tired, so that does that does factor into that game for sure. Because even then, also I think when we played you guys a couple of weeks back or a few weeks back, I don't know perception of time because time has been messed up since 2020. Um, I think it was like a one and a three o'clock game back to back, and that was like in Pittsburgh and in Philly. So yeah. I mean, and that was like three games in four days. So I mean, I think th- I think them being tired is going to be a factor. So it'll be it'll definitely be interesting tomorrow to see how that game plays out, and especially how how today, how today's game you know shakes out. You know, I gotta say, whoever runs the Canes Twitter is absolutely savage. Just 
absolutely phenomenal for the fact that for the Colorado at the end of the Colorado game, they put Colorado and they put the O as their score is <laughs> I, the Wendy's account on Twitter and the Hurricanes account on Twitter. Like I has to be the two best accounts on the entire. Oh app. yeah. Like, and the, and the thing is, it makes you wonder, is it the same person? Because they're never in the same room together. <laughs> Because like I'm like the, the Wendy's Twitter is absolutely insane. Like they will find a way to roast you, and it's just like can't even be mad about it. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's so great. But yeah, the Hurricanes Twitter admins they they never miss. I've never seen them make a bad tweet, even when the team is losing. Even when the team is losing, they make it work somehow. They're like, well, that hurt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or they or they post the the picture of a. Uh, stormy with the tweet above his face called pain <laughs> it's yeah like, it's like yeah pretty much pretty much pretty much so yeah no the, the canes twitter is absolutely amazing so before we get into fan questions uh there's a couple contracts i do want to talk with you about um rest of the line got a new deal i think it was like <laughs> five years for five or 5.1 and i know 5.1 and i know a lot of people were especially on Twitter, really clown this contract because so a lot of people, it makes no sense. Cause they, of course they pull up the J fresh, you know, analytics, po- you know, his analytics cards. It's terrible. I mean, if you look, if you look at Risto's, it is pretty bad. And then someone's like, Oh, so you're, you're going to keep Risto, but you're going to get possibly get rid of Sandheim and they pull up Sandheim's card. And Oh my gosh, it's a complete difference. Because it's like all blue for Sandheim and all Ristos are all red. And I'm curious on your thoughts on Risto getting that deal and the possibility that Sandheim, there's rumors of him leaving in a trade, possibly because of contract space, because of cap space. Do you see um, that? Do you see that happening for Sandheim? For Sandheim, I haven't heard anything yet. So um, I heard more of Provi than Sandheim. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, honestly, I, I, I see Provi going before Sandheim does. Um, okay. In terms of Risto's contract, they're, you know, the cesspool that we call Twitter. Um, <laughs> yeah. Especially Flyers Twitter. Um, it, there was, it was originally supposed to be 6.25 for six years. That was the first rumor. I was not a fan of paying him 36 million dollars over the course of six years yeah that's especially for the game he played the game he plays he's not for me he's not a six billion dollar defenseman even even five million is an overstretch i would say he's more of a three and a half to four at best and that's putting it nicely yeah um i'm okay with the five million dollar for five years and I only say that because there's more of a bigger picture to why they did this. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got Drew's expiring contract, possible trade. We've got the possibility of moving JVR in the summer. We've got the possibility of moving Provorov in the summer. We've got the possibility of moving Sanheim. We have all these possibilities. So, and also Risto does not have a no move clause in his contract. So with that being said, if Risto starts deteriorating, say two, three years into his contract, it will be easier to offload him than someone who has a no move clause and being like, hey, can we convince you to waive your no move clause? Because if this was Drew, Drew would be like, no, I have a no move clause. Like I'm not waiving it. Sorry. You're stuck with me. Yeah. So that's the only reason I'm okay with this is because he does not have a no move clause. Yeah. Even then for me, it's like, that's still going to be a tough sell for a team. Who's like, unless you're Arizona who loves taking back contracts because they can get a bunch of picks out of it. That even then, like that's going to be a tough sell for a team. Like let's say two years down the road, you still have three years left on that deal for 5.1 it's you have to hope that Risto does have some pickup in his game 
to make mm-hmm. a team to make a team be like, okay, we can give you something for this contract. I but, also think the the bigger picture is that we need to have a full, healthy roster, and he needs to have a good defense partner. Yeah, that's very true. I mean, and Sandheim is really good too. Like Sam's a really good defenseman, and it'd be weird not to see him with the Flyers. And and I can also see why the Flyers had to give Rista that extension because the fact that you did give up, you know, a player and two picks for him, and they were like high picks too. It wasn't like a fourth and a fifth. I think it was, it was like a, fir- a first. It was like a first and a second to get him too. Mm-hmm. So, so like that's. I think. A... I think for like the next two years, we don't have a second round pick. That's like high. Oof. Because yeah, didn't you guys have to give? Didn't you guys have to give up some? Didn't you send some to the give, Coyotes? For yeah, we had to give up. We had to give up picks for ghosts. Yeah, which is still where that gossip pairs of Coyote. That's still wild to me. But yeah, even then, it's like you you gave up a player a first and a second for Risto, and even then, people are like, "Wait, what?" Yeah, it's, especially the last couple of years he's had with Buffalo, and it's like I can see why the Flyers had to give him that extension because you don't give up all those assets to not resign them. Yeah, like you, like, and, you, like, and, like you have to, or unless you look stupid, because why would you give up think, all that for for a rental? Yeah, and then I think someone else that they're going to resign is Zach McEwen. Yeah, I mean, resigning Zach McEwen is going to be a hell of a lot cheaper than resigning Risto. Yeah, that's but I would I would re-sign the the cheaper guys that have shown promise and re-sign more expensive guys. Yeah, I mean if you re-sign if you extend Risto, you could like like I said, he could he's gonna give him three and a half four. I don't know why his camp thinks he's six point two five. He doesn't play like a six point two five player. And I don't know if his camp was doing that just to like make him marketable to other teams, but like you just don't do that. People watch hockey. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 it's just, it's, no. It's just like the K, it's just like the KK deal going on right now. You know, I know we're gonna get into that, but like the four four and a half million dollar whatever contract for eight years, someone's like, Oh, well, he can just wait till the summer to sign another contract and get that for six million dollars. What if that's not what his camp wants? Yeah, because and the thing too is like Kakanyami knows, like, with Carolina, like, Carolina's not at, like, they're not cap-strapped like Toronto or all these other teams are. But he also knows, like, he understands that, like, they want to help build a team around this Hurricane squad. And he knows that, like, that 6.1, that was just the signing bonus just to get, you know, to get back at Montreal for trying to get Ajo. And he signed it and they got him. And they gave up a first for him. But everyone knows that, I think even Kakanyemi knows, okay, I'm getting the 6.1 because of this, but he's like, I want, I like Carolina. I want to be there. So yeah, let, yeah let's jump into the Kakanyemi deal, possibly. So right now, uh, Andy Strickland on Twitter, you know, put out this tweet last night at 10.06, which everyone blew up about because it's, you, you look at the term and the year and it's like, okay. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting? Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay. So, Kakanyemi right now is sounding like eight years for 4.25 to $4.5 million for Carolina. I love this deal because I think it's a great deal. You you just signed Svechnikov to an eight year deal. You signed Kakanyemi for eight and a, for for four point five, both eight years, which will kick in like next year for both these guys. I, well, I think no, Svechnikov's just started. 
either the, I think it's this either year? this year. Yeah, I think it's either this year or next year. His eight-year contract kicks in, and then you got possibly Kakaniem is kicking in starting next season. So you have both those guys locked up for eight years. You lock up Aho at some point. You get Tabo, re, you know, get him locked in again. Seth Jarvis is in, in his first year of his ELC. And he's really good at nineteen. You keep Nina Ryder, you know. You, you keep Marty Nietzsche. You keep that whole the whole defensive core still together. You know, ex, you know, Trey. Keep and even, then resign Bear. What are you going to do with TDA? And you still have Ranta and Anderson for a couple more seasons. Then you got to keep in mind you also got the guys coming up from the AHL that are like, because you got Drury who isn't human. <sighs> God, Drury, Drury's just an insane dude, and he also got we also got Jalen Chatfield on the defense. So yeah. I mean, yeah, like like Carolina is absolutely stacked, and I know with the and everyone's asked Don Waddell like, "Where are you gonna do with the?" He's like, "There's a possibility that the Hurricanes might not even make a move and just stay put with the team they have because you don't want to mess up team chemistry." And then but, I I've been saying this from the the start of the season. I was like, everyone thinks that Carolina is just not not going to do anything and i was like carolina look have you guys do you you guys clearly don't pay attention to minor league hockey i was like carolina is going to be a problem for years to come i was <laughs> like they are going to be an annoying mosquito on the thorn of our back for years to come yeah the window and nobody the, believes me the window that the hurricanes have i could almost say it's gonna be about eight to ten years of just because we're in year four of Brendan Moore being a head coach and he just got extended every year they made the playoffs every year they made a deep playoff run and the, for the fact that you have all these guys that they have and like you said the depth in Chicago is absolutely stupid for the Hurricanes like they can bring up I'm, like four or five of their guys now and they still can be full speed no stop and Brendan Moore is a great coach I remember the one video it was um after Lion got that I think it was his first game or something mm-hmm. with you guys. It was like November. Yeah. And he was just like going around the locker room. Oh yeah. And I watched Those that. are great. Those I, are so great. I, I watched that video and I was like, I said to my brother, I was like, tell me you don't snort pre-workout without telling me you don't pre-workout. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, well, you, even everyone saw in the bubble too. Like when he's, he's the only dude out there throwing a Frisbee around shirtless. And though even the players are like, I don't want to take my shirt off because he's going to look, if he looked bad. Like you can't really say that for your head coaches around the NHL where the head coach has more muscle than the actual current players that are actually playing hockey. Like I, I've, I've made this joke with a bunch of with everyone else. He could literally put on, on a helmet right now, throw on a Jersey and still get about two tucks and probably about fight a couple people and then go. I, mean, and I know. And I know he's still very well respected here in Philly. Like everybody loved him when he was here. Oh yeah. Like I don't think Rod Brenmore has, people that don't like him like how can you not love rob brindamore yeah like, he's great he, so, he's literally called rob the bod <laughs> exactly so i mean for four point even for 4.5 for cockatiemi for eight years i i would love to deal Take it. yeah and the thing and then people are like announce it announce it well there's there's certain times that you have to announce and actually get deals done like that for especially if it's an eight-year contract so i know seven years it's whenever but I think I think you've pointed it out, Sam. It was like it was like next week or two weeks from now. It's like you have to pass a certain date to get those contracts officially signed and announced. Yeah. So I think I think it's done, done, but it's not officially done yet because of the NHL's weird rules of when contracts can get actually signed, depending on what the term is. Seven years, yeah. no big deal. Eight years, no, you got to wait. And it's like, all right, I guess. So I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah, but basically, yeah, Cock the Emmy for 4.5, not upset about that. And you know Habs fans are losing their minds. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> because They're they keep, freaking they, out right now. They keep trying to clown Carolina for that, and it's like, Cock the Emmy will lead your entire team in points right now and goals. So, I mean, don't feel too bad about yourself. Hey, but Cole Caulfield's turning around now. So, I love Cole Caulfield. I just feel bad for him for where he's at. Yeah, he's another one we should have had. But you know what? Yeah. Ah, what we, do you do? we got Cam York. We're fine. Yeah, right. All right. Two to three years away from being five to seven years away. <laughs> Hey, or hey, you can be you can be uh, Arizona and be perpetually always six years away from doing something. So I mean, yes, <laughs> yeah, or Buffalo. So 
things could be yeah. worse. Things could be it's worse. True. All right, so we've got about like roughly 10 minutes left into the show. So I want to let's jump into some fan questions real quick. We got two great fan questions. Um one is from uh, uh Eric underscore K A on Twitter. Uh he says for Samantha, what made you become a big lion fan? And hopefully it's announced officially by the time of the podcast. But what do you think about the Cockney deal? So obviously we just gotta give our thoughts about that. So obviously, yes, thank you. We uh we'll take that deal. But uh Sam, why are you a huge uh, Alex Lyon fan? Um he is just an amazing person. He um he loved to interact with fans here when he was in the Lehigh Valley in Philadelphia. Um, not to mention he's a hell of a goalie. Well, AHL goalie. Yeah, you I know, can't really consider him NHL because he's not played enough NHL games. He he has been good though in the games he has played for Carolina. So I I give oh, him yeah. if you give him the actual time to do something, I think he'd be a really good AHL goalie. Right now, I would say he's a really good fringe, a fringe I think starter. He could definitely, he could be a backup goalie for sure. I think he could be a starter in a couple on a couple teams this year. Honestly, in my opinion, he easily could be a starter on a few teams. Yeah, um, but Alex is just a great person overall. He's incredibly he like intelligent. Guy. Yeah, he seems like a great he, guy. He went to he went to Yale. Um, he never finished his degree. He actually has to go back on campus to finish his degree. They can't even let him do it online. Like he has to. They ask- won't. They won't let him do it. He has to go back on campus to finish it. Oh, my word. Uh, yeah, yeah, be better. Come on. This guy's playing in the NHL. Just let him do it online. Let him do it on his downtime when he's not, you know, stopping pucks and, you know, he being was, amazing. Um, he was a political science major. <sighs> so he's that, That's some brains. Incre- that's some brains on that, dude. That kid is just incredibly, incredibly intelligent. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. Alex, yeah, Alex seems like a great guy. and. To have him worry, it's curious to see how he's going to do in Chicago because there's a plethora of goalies in Chicago too. So he's be definitely fighting for some net. Yeah, and especially how it is in Carolina too. That's going to be tough because especially when you get Anderson and Ranta for a couple more seasons, it's definitely going to be interesting for how Alex is going to do. But I'm excited. That, I'm excited for what happens with them. So, but that's really cool though. It's awesome. I think Alex does seem like to be a good guy. So. Yeah. 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 So yeah, Eric, thank you for your uh question as always. So we have yeah, so this one is from uh Bailey Curtis. Uh she did have one for you, then she also did one for me, but it's kind of like the same thing. So for you, Sam. Uh what's your biggest or favorite I'm proud to be a Philly fan moment? Well, Bailey, there ain't any issue. <laughs> <laughs> Um, how to be a Philly fan? You know, what when you hear of guys that just do good things outside of the team, not, not even just not even just talking about hockey, put hockey aside. When you hear about the things that some of these guys do outside of hockey, it it makes you feel good. Um, there was a story that went around that somebody had uh, it was actually relating to Carolina. They had come up to see the Carolina Philly game. It had gotten canceled because of COVID and they didn't know if they were going to make it back up. And Philly came together and got him like a bunch of gear together. The players got him stuff together and I gave it to him. So that That's was, really um, cool. that was really awesome. I mean, it went around like wildfire on, on Twitter. Um, Cam Atkinson got a hold of it first. And then it was just like, I think he group texted the boys. <laughs> That's all. Yeah, Cam Atkinson, he's a good dude. Like, I think he's gonna fit really well in well with Philly, honestly. Yeah. No, that's really cool. I figured like maybe like Dan Breer with some of those goals that he had for you guys, or <laughs> like oh Danny B. <laughs> hey, you, you gotta love some Dan Breer. I mean, for the most part. <laughs> I do, I do. D- Danny's a great guy, and I'm I'm glad he's uh, staying with the organization for right now. Yeah. Uh, so Bailey said the same thing for me as a Hurricanes fan. I said it's it would be a podcast time decision for my proudest or favorite uh, Hurricanes moment. I mean, 
I've said this a lot on other po- on my other shows that I've done already, and uh, probably a lot of people are already tired of hearing this uh, story. But being at Game Seven of the Stanley of the Stanley Cup Final in two thousand and six, I mean, I don't think that's going to top any. I don't think anything's going to top that sports wise, at least, because the fact that I saw a Cup win live and it was for the Hurricanes when Rod was the head was was the captain of the team. And the fact that th- this is the crazy part, we didn't sit at all during the actual game. Like intermissions is the only time we sat the entire time. Like oh, ima- wow. imagine, yeah, imagine the entire arena standing for the entire period, even through timeouts and TV timeouts. The only time you sat was intermission. That was it. Yeah, no. If that happens at the Wells Fargo Center, people be getting beer thrown on them. So. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, everyone was standing though. Like not just like a few people. Like the entire arena was standing. So, I think this was always my favorite moment of seeing a Cup final live. It was one of my teams doing it. So that's awesome. Yeah, it <laughs> was. Yeah, because I think me and my dad drove up from Jacksonville, Florida, that day of Game Seven. So it was like a seven-hour drive. Then watched a hockey game. And then luckily we drove back the next day because there's no way, but yeah, I think that would definitely be always my top moment as a Hurricanes fan, seeing that live in person. So mm-hmm. yeah, that was really fun. So Bailey, thank you for your question. Uh, Eric, like I said, thank you again for your question, Sam, this, is this has been a fun episode. I really appreciate you, you know, taking the time and jumping out with me too. Cause I know you're pretty, I know you're gonna be busy today. Cause I know you got the flyers game. I know you had the phantoms last night. So and the uh, fans tonight. Yeah, so I know you. I know you have a busy day today. So I appreciate you know taking the time and jumping on with me. You know, talking some phantoms, talking some flyers, talking a little bit of the hurricanes, and both of us dumping on Pittsburgh because why not? Because it's fun. So, yes, I agree. <laughs> yeah, but no, like I said, thank you so much. Uh, so before I let you go, um, you know, let people know where they can find you on you know socials and like what you do with um. Cause I know you're, you know, you write, you do photography and a bunch of stuff like that. So, um, you know, just let people know what, what you do for the flyers in, or with flyers content or fans content in general and where they can find you on the socials. So I write, um, and, uh, do photography for flyers nitty gritty. I just started doing photography and apparently people are like in love with it. <laughs> um, it's really good. I know, the, I know the one you did the other night was really, really good. So I'm obsessed with that picture. <laughs> It was, it was a chef's kiss. It was phenomenal. So keep, keep up. Um, with that. It, was, it was really good. I, I like that one. So you can find me at Samantha Wismer. And then I also do a podcast with two other gentlemen on six pack coverage network. And it's called the pucking flyers podcast. <laughs> that, that is should be, name. should be an S, but it's a P pucking flyers. Um, and you can find that at fucking flyers on Twitter as well. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. Guys definitely have to give Samantha a follow. She's really good in terms of just fan stuff, flyer stuff and her occasional hurricanes tweets when, you know, when she has to watch her second team because her first team. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's dark, dark times right now. Zach. I mean, Hey, you know, at least her kids can give you a little bit of a light give you some some sense happiness of yes just some sense of that of that joy to in, yeah. embrace hockey so embrace the hurricanes as your official second team it's gonna be okay yeah. we'll take you with open arms okay <laughs> thank you i appreciate it i right, no problem uh you can find me at Celia zach you can find the podcast at the search cast um we do have a link tree in our bio make sure to click on that where to find us on all podcast platforms Check out Primo X Hockey as well. They have really good apparel and hockey equipment, and they are Raleigh-based, so support local. Uh, check out BillyUpSports.com where you find all my articles on the Hurricanes, which I'll have another one going out sometime tomorrow afternoon after the Pittsburgh game, so make sure to check that out as well. Uh, like I said, check out Sam. Check out where you can find all of her stuff on the socials and everything she does as well. But until next time, guys, I'll see you here at the search Club.
Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.